Hey, math fans, Jason Marshall, Math Dude here with your weekly dose of quick and dirty tips to make math easier. Almost everybody has heard of the Pythagorean theorem. Heck, even the brainless scarecrow from The Wizard of Oz knew about it, remember? When he receives his diploma from the wizard at the end, he declares, The sum of the square roots of any two sides of an isosceles triangle is equal to the square root of the remaining side. Those of you who are already familiar with this famous theorem may have noticed a little problem here, since the scarecrow, or maybe the screenwriters, got it wrong. Perhaps he didn't receive a brain after all. What should the scarecrow have said? By which I mean, what does the Pythagorean theorem really say? Stay tuned, because that's exactly the question we'll be answering today. In words, the Pythagorean theorem says that the lengths of the two legs of a right triangle, which is a triangle in which two sides come together to form a right angle, have a very special relationship to the length of its long side, aka its hypotenuse. Specifically, if you square the lengths of the two legs and add the resulting numbers together, that number will always equal the square of the length of the hypotenuse. Words are nice, but we've been talking about algebra lately, so let's see what the Pythagorean theorem looks like in terms of variables a, b, and c. Namely, a squared plus b squared is equal to c squared. What do the symbols a, b, and c here mean? Well, a and b represent the lengths of the shorter legs of the triangle, and c represents the length of the hypotenuse. If you think about it for a minute, you'll see that this formula says the exact same thing as the more wordy description from before but it's a lot more concise. The beauty of this algebraic form of the Pythagorean theorem is that I can tell you the lengths of the legs of any right triangle, A and B, and you can tell me how long the hypotenuse C has to be. Just to be sure this is true, let's check and see if it works for the ingenious rope that Not Dude, the hero of last week's episode, used to help his father build the Great Pyramid of Giza. As you'll recall, Not Dude's rope triangle had sides of length a equal to 3 and b equal to 4. Since a squared is equal to 9, b squared is equal to 16, and a squared plus b squared is therefore equal to 9 plus 16, or 25, the Pythagorean theorem tells us that c squared, the square of the length of Not Dude's triangle's hypotenuse, must also equal 25. Is that true? Well, the length of the hypotenuse of Not Dude's triangle was 5, which means that c squared was indeed equal to 25. So the Pythagorean theorem works. As a quick aside, have you ever wondered where the word Pythagorean comes from? The short answer is that Pythagoras was a Greek dude who lived a really, really long time ago. About 2,500 years ago, in fact. Given this length of time, it shouldn't be too surprising that many of the details of Pythagoras' life are a little fuzzy. But we do know that he was a philosopher and a mathematician, and that he started a kind of religious movement known as Pythagoreanism, where, among other things, everybody was a vegetarian and lived in awe of the awesomeness of math. Although others had certainly discovered the relationship between the lengths of the sides of right triangles that we've talked about, Pythagoras wrote about it, and, well, the rest is history, literally. Okay, getting back to triangles, it's clear that Not Dude's 3-4-5 triangle, those are the lengths of the three sides, is special. But how special is it? Are there other triplets of whole numbers that satisfy a squared plus b squared is equal to c squared? For example, does a triangle with, say, a is equal to 2 and b is equal to 4 work? If you try it out, you'll see that it doesn't work, because the resulting value of c we get from the Pythagorean theorem is not a whole number. 
So maybe there aren't any other right triangles with whole number sides. Well, actually, there are. In fact, there are an infinite number of them. And I could say this without even having to plug in a single number to check. How can I be so sure? It's simple, really. Imagine taking not-dude's 345 triangle and scaling all of the sides up to be twice as big. In other words, take the legs that are 3 and 4 units long and the hypotenuse that's 5 units long and double them so they're 6, 8, and 10 units long. If you're having trouble picturing what I'm talking about, take a look at the drawing I've put together for the web article version of this podcast. This is Math Dude episode 155 at mathdude.quickanddirtytips.com. As you'll see in that drawing, all of the sides of this bigger triangle still have whole number lengths, which means that not dude's 345 triangle is not the only right triangle that has whole number sides. If you think about it, you'll see that instead of doubling the sides of the triangle, we could have multiplied them all by 3, 4, or any other whole number. And as you can verify, each of these scaled-up triangles satisfy the Pythagorean theorem too which means that they're all right triangles with integer length sides and are therefore known as Pythagorean triangles. The lengths of the sides of Pythagorean triangles are known as Pythagorean triples. So 3, 4, 5 is a Pythagorean triple, as is 6, 8, 10, as well as 9, 12, 15, and so on. Are there other Pythagorean triples besides these simple scaled-up ones that we've obtained by multiplying the lengths of not-dude's 3, 4, 5 triangle by various integers? Maybe. Maybe not. I'm not going to tell you right now. Instead, I'm going to let you think about it for a bit and see if you can come up with any others. Be sure to check back next week for the answer and explanation. Okay, that's all the math we have time for today. If you want to learn more about algebra, please check out my book, The Math Dude's Quick and Dirty Guide to Algebra. It's perfect for you and all the math fans in your life. And it's available wherever you like to buy books. Many thanks in advance for your support. Remember to become a fan of The Math Dude on Facebook where you'll find lots of great math tips posted every day. That's at facebook.com slash themathdude. You can also find me on Twitter at twitter.com slash jasonmarshall. Until next time, this is Jason Marshall with The Math Dude's quick and dirty tips to make math easier. Thanks for listening, math fans. Math fans.